Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm coming to you live right now at 8.15. When we talk about things that nothing personal, we don't expect them to happen within hours, but in this case, it did. When you listen to today's show, you know that I said Alex Cora was going to get fired. I had to come up with this emergency podcast because guess what? Alex Cora, quote, has mutually agreed with the Boston Red Sox to part ways. That's the most incredible statement, I think, because when we announce that someone's been mutually let go or that it's been a mutual agreement, that always means that it's one way. When I was let go by Derek Jeter, I was fired by Derek Jeter, but we agreed that we would say that it was a mutual parting of the ways. I can only tell you there was nothing mutual about it. And from Alex Cora's standpoint, he's saying the right things tonight. He's saying that he'd be a distraction. He's saying that this hurts. The Red Sox owner's John Henry, who must have listened and watched today's Nothing Personal when I told him exactly what he was doing, was going to do, and should be doing. And it turns out he's done it all. He did say it's a sad day for the organization. Of course it is. Because they are a World Series champion in 2018 with a rookie manager, who is lauded around the league with a great pedigree, and now they are dealing with a situation that may get out of control. So what do the Red Sox do now? Where do they go from here? Well, this evening right now, they're doing complete damage control, and it's perfectly timed. This is not a coincidence. While you may read in the statement that they met today and decided that it would be a mutual parting of the ways, The Red Sox knew exactly what was in the commissioner's report. The Red Sox were very aware what the penalties were for A.J. Hinch and that he was going to be fired. And they got a good inkling from the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manford, that the hammer was going to fall on Alex Cora. They made a decision in consultation with Major League Baseball that mutually parting ways, ha-ha, was going to be the smartest way to get this story to go away as quickly as possible. The Red Sox have to name an interim manager, but this is an opportunity for Chaim Bloom, their newly appointed chief baseball officer, to get one of his own guys as manager. It's an opportunity for him to actually carry out exactly what the Red Sox wanted him to do when they hired him, which was to make sure that they stay competitive with the Yankees and stay under the luxury tax threshold. Make no mistake, firing Alex Cora does not in and of itself impact what the record will be of the Red Sox. The odds of them winning the AL East have not changed. The over-under in games they will win should not change. But what is going to impact that is whether or not Kyan Bloom and the Red Sox will end up trading David Price, will end up trading Mookie Betts, or do they agree because of pressure to go over that tax threshold for a third year in a row 
which leads to a 50% penalty for every dollar over that cap. So now as we think about the Red Sox, the Astros, there's a third team that's not getting any attention whatsoever. What about the New York Metropolitans? Remember, they hired Carlos Beltran. He hasn't even managed a spring training game, yet his name was in the commissioner's report as being a critical part of the Astros' sign-stealing shenanigans. So if you're the Mets, what do you do? Well, the Mets, as an ownership group, as you know, have a tendency to pay attention to Twitter and to fans and to the media. Will there be a cry out for the Mets to fire Carlos Beltran before he even takes his training wheels off? Will they cave to pressure? Will that pressure exist? From baseball standpoint, Major League Baseball, they want to make sure that this story is contained. Picture the movie Outbreak when the monkey right with Patrick Dempsey, Dr. McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy, they contain the whole town. In comes Dustin Hoffman wearing his yellow suit with Rene Russo and Kevin Spacey. And they were going to bomb the entire town until Dustin Hoffman and Cuba Gooding Jr. got in the way. Well, I think baseball wants to bomb this entire story. They want to contain it between the Astros and Red Sox and then be done with it. The question is, did the monkey infest the Mets as well? I don't believe that it's a full infestation. I believe that Beltran can make it through, but they will need, the Mets that is, they will need to stand up shortly and have some sort of announcement. It doesn't have to be an official press conference. It can even be in the form of a leak, but they either have to come out in support of Carlos Beltran or they have to separate themselves from him. So the ripple effect of this entire sign-stealing scandal, could it be over? Let me give you another side of this. Players are beginning to come out and say, listen, are these punishments too strong? Are they not strong enough? There are other teams who are stealing signs or trying to steal signs using technology and video. This is not new. So baseball also is forced to figure out how to contain player reaction. But rest assured, here at 817 on a random Tuesday night, they are working and they are monitoring the airwaves, the Twitter waves. They're looking at comments. They're listening to us trying to figure out, can they move past this without further comments? What should other teams be saying? What should they be getting players to say? What are the talking points? All of these things are being worked on. Many of them were done before the report was even announced. If I'm in Alex Cora's household tonight, I am going quiet. I made my statement with the Red Sox, and I'm going to stay very quiet now, and I'm going to let some other news take over. As an example, the Minnesota Twins announced tonight that Josh Donaldson has signed a four-year deal. He got $92 million is what's being reported. Remember, he was asking for 110. He was asking for the fourth year. And we said on nothing personal, he doesn't deserve a fourth year. There's no way you sign Josh Donaldson for four years. Well, the twins blinked and the union and MLB could not be happier. It's not a coincidence that that was announced tonight. They want on-field news. 
MLB wants on-field news. Owners want it. Sponsors want it. TV partners want it. We always want the focus to be on the field. The last big free agent, maybe Castellanos, maybe Ozuna, but the last big free agent off the board, Josh Donaldson, happens exactly when the Red Sox are firing Cora, exactly after the Astros had fired Hinch and Jeff Luno. Don't believe in coincidences. That doesn't make it a conspiracy. It's how you run a business. You make an attempt to bury the negative and buttress the positive. This is David Sampson, and you've been listening to a bonus pod because when news hits, I'm here for you to decode it all.